0: Hey everybody this is the simpson show i'm robbie with my co-host matt and we are here to talk about the simpsons from the beginning matt how are you i'm great i mean bringing back a
1: classic character like frank grimes jr is just the way to really reinstate season 14 as the best season of all times
0: what wait wait what frank
1: grimes you know the, the that zl- classic character he's been all over the show obviously otherwise why would why would
0: he be the killer that's a good question. Well, We'll just we'll dig into that as we go on. Uh, we are joined today by a friend of the show, Andrew Bloom, andrewblog.net. Andrew, how are you?
2: I am doing well, Robbie, and thank you guys for having me back, despite the brutal reviews I got from my one-man version of My Fair Lady.
0: Is that recorded anywhere?
2: Well, I thought it should have been, but unfortunately, the police destroyed it.
0: <laughs> These things happen,
2: we know. It's, it's
1: it's an that's unjust a, world out that's,
0: there, guys. It's a shame. Uh, we are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. Only two dollars a month get access to all of our bonus content, bonus episodes, weekly episode reviews of new Simpsons episodes of Rick and Morty, of King of the Hill, of Bob's Burgers. There's hundreds of hours now. We've done this for years. Hundreds of hours. Of, if you don't got enough Matt and Robbie in your life. You can head out over there. We got a lot for you.
1: That's true. You, you could spend like a buck or two. I think it's $2 and get access to hundreds of hours that it's probably more than a, a normal person can handle,
0: uh, especially on a Rick and Morty reviews. Uh, yeah, I get a little dark by the end there. Uh, yeah. This week's episode is The Great Louse Detective. Episode E A B F O one originally aired December 15th, 2002, just in time for Christmas. Or, or Hanukkah. Or Tip, top, Kwanzaa. Quanza, tip top Tet, R- solemn, solemn, dignified uh, Ramadan. Exactly. Uh, all, you can offend all your religious friends with this episode, uh, making them watch it during the holidays and destroy their good cheer. That's not fair. I don't. La- I don't. I will say this right up front. I don't hate this much this episode as much as I thought I would, even though I don't like I, Frank Graham's Jr. We're going to talk a lot about Frank Grimes Jr. Episode written by John Frank and Don Payne, directed by Stephen Dean Moore, uh, originally got a rating of 8.75 million households, 8.2 rating, finished 23rd in the ratings that week, highest rated show on Fox that week, beating such shows as King of the Hill, Malcolm in the Middle, 24, That seventy Show, and the 2002 Billboard Music Awards
2: whoa not the billboard awards the 2002 bilby's i can't believe it
0: the bilby's <laughs> that's terrible
2: look i'm a busy american i don't have time to pronounce the entire award show okay
0: oh right you guys will be happy to know that the top hot 100 song of the year was how you remind me by nickelback
1: yay top duo or group creed Oh, man, what was wrong with music in the early 2000s? Jesus. Top artist? <laughs> Nelly.
2: Well, I'm personally oh, thankful for how amazing. you remind me of these things, Robbie.
0: This is already we're not making this a Nickelback Review show. Uh, the couch gag when Homer uses a remote, the family travels back in time to the prehistoric era and the Roman times, and through the time travels with a remote, basically. Uh, this episode guest stars Kelsey Grammer as Sancho Bob. Which is an easy thing to forget, I think, if you haven't watched this episode in a long time, you're just thinking of it as the Frank Grimes Jr. episode. It is also a Bob episode. Thank God it's a Bob episode, because if Bob wasn't in this episode, whoo boy.
1: Well, then we'd have real problems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, this episode also, other distinguishing thing about this episode, is Mark's the permanent switch from uh, normal, traditional, digital, traditional ink and paint to digital ink and paint. Oh, so wow. from this point forward, all episodes are digitally colored and inked. However, this seems to feels like a lot of people still don't understand this. Still hand animated. Only yeah, the, color is like the first thing you switch over to. Yeah, the color part is what is digital, meaning they color the hand animated, you know, animation with with a computer, which makes their lives a lot easier. Which is why they do it, even though. I like the traditional, even with all the messes and weird things, you occasionally get with the traditional colors. I kind of liked it. It felt, maybe it's just because I, that's the first, that's the Simpsons I know.
2: I don't know. It also means we'll never get blacksmithers again.
0: Well, at least oh, we'd be happy about Oh, no. Oh, ter- how terrible. <laughs> this episode begins uh with an episode uh, uh, a first act that is incredibly inconsequential until the end <laughs> does that sound familiar <laughs> uh it doesn't yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff not happening basically a lot of psychics basically we got marge doing uh house cleaning she accidentally vacuums up maggie uh we have a george foreman mail sorter sighting oh god
2: you sure do so i i love the timeless humor that is at play in this first act.
0: I there are still George Hormic grills, to be fair. You can still go buy one.
1: I'm, I'm yeah, sure but they... a male
0: store that Homer eats afterwards, that's just weird.
2: And it's just not a thing anymore. I, I don't I there's so much stuff here that is uh, there at least there's a good contingent of gags that are dated and as Matt knows, just sort of odd. But
0: I'm um, here what are you I'm...
2: gonna do? I got a riff on those spas and those George Foreman grills.
0: Of all the things in this episode that bother me, this is not one of them. I will take the pleasant. I think. OK, I, OK. It does bother you, but it's not nearly as bad as the rest eh, of the episode. It's fine. It, it, you know, it, it, it's a weird thing. But, you know, there's a lot of if you look at Simpsons in like from 93 or season four, or season five, there's weird references to like, you know, little tiny get gadgets that we don't know about. You know, if you're 17 a day, you don't know what a pet rock is or anything they mention offhand back in the day. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to be positive. Robbie,
1: that, that, that doesn't suit you. Stop trying to be positive. It's weird. <laughs> it makes me happier.
0: <laughs> um, Who cares about that? <laughs> I, I do. Uh, there is a lot of oddness here, but it's all all this is like a little bit to get. It's like the setup to the setup. To, to be fair, this episode does move at a pretty quick pace. That is That is actually the thing that makes me like it more than I did before. Is it moves pretty fast and gets us... After last week, where we didn't get a plot until 11 minutes in or something. You know, we, rel- we get to Bob pretty quick. And we get to the idea of someone's trying to kill Homer pretty quick. Comparatively. Like, five minutes in, six minutes in. Simpsons get free spa. Stuff in the mail, well, who doesn't aren't you
1: always getting invited to spas, Robbie? I assume like they're scams, well, they are, and in this case, that's true too, but they don't pay anything, do they? well, no, they don't, but I mean it's a scam for their lives they they pay in their lives the ultimate cost
0: exactly uh so we get oh, they go to the spa, and we get I hope you guys like spa jokes cause in this episode you get plenty of good old spa jokes about. Uh effeminate men, uh about celebrities getting like terrible plastic surgery. Uh Homer goes into his we get oh we get Ms. Dr. Masseuse land instead of Dr. I, Seuss.
2: I like that bit. It was was silly wordplay. I like the design of doing Dr. Seuss characters there. It was a 10-second a gag that I appreciated.
0: I like George Foreman male sorter more than I like Dr. Masseuse.
2: I don't, I'm a sucker for good wordplay, even even passable wordplay. I'm on board.
0: <laughs> Matt's silence means he hates it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm trying uh, to ignore it until the part where I have to
1: yell. <laughs>
0: you don't. You don't <laughs> have to yell at all, Matt. You just speak calmly, what? Rationally. So we go. Homer eventually goes into a steep. Well, okay. There's also one. I, there's one other gag I want to call out because it's disgusting. And I feel like every time I get a really disgusting gag, I have to ref- mention it. Uh, there is an Asian woman who is walking on Homer's back as a massage, and she sinks into him like he's quicksand?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, that's that's how
1: fat works, probably, didn't you know? It's just, just like in real life.
0: That is a horror movie, alright? That's some Junji Ito-type stuff. Uh Gross. Eventually, a lot of spa jokes, like three minutes of spa jokes, guys. I'm not, we're not, I'm not going to say all of them, but you can watch the episode if you like spa jokes that much. The the Homer ends up in a steam room first with Rainier Wolfcastle, who's completely nude, who wants Homer to look at him naked, very clearly wants him to study his genitals, talk about them, I guess. He's just very proud of them. Obviously, he's like, yeah, yeah you you want to look? I, it's okay. I understand. I, I was in a movie, also naked, so who cares?
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think he's proud. He's just sort of comfortable. He's very comfortable. He's been nude on camera, so he's chill that the he whole
0: looks, thing. I mean, he, at the end of it, Eli, I believe he stands up and puts his arms up in the air, Andrew. I don't know. That's pride. That's a power stance. <laughs> he's doing, doing the Wonder Woman thing. Yeah, exactly. So Homer ends up in the steam room by himself. And then we see a shadowy figure covered with a hooded robe. Hooded white robe. I didn't know that, like, spas had ropes with big hoods on them, but sure, whatever. And then he tur- cranks up the the steam room to deadly, jams a wrench in there, and then, and we're like, oh no, so we get the, we get musical stings of danger, of, of oh no, Homer's in trouble. Uh, he, There's a sign in the steam room, I believe, it, that says, don't, don't use if you have a heart condition, or are, overweight, over, I are think. overweight which homer yeah. has homer has both of those things uh and we cut outside later on Krusty walking up pulling out the wrench open up homer tumbles out all pruny uh someone's trying to kill homer there we go obviously someone's trying to kill homer so the simpsons go to the police but they can't do it alone they need help yeah.
3: Don't worry, us pigs will catch this killer. Now, Mr. Simpson, is it possible you're living a double or triple life that your wife doesn't know about? Triple? No, definitely no. You have to do something to protect my husband. Where on my badge does it say anything about protecting people? Uh, second word, Chief. Thanks, Princeton Pete. Now, your case requires someone who understands the twisted mind of a murderer. And I know just where to find him. Paris? No, no, not Paris. I'm never gonna go to Paris. These are our most dangerous criminals. Each one crazier than the last. Uh, come to think of it, he should be there, and uh, and this guy should be over there. Wait, you saying he's crazier than I am? That's exactly what I'm saying. Decapitating Harry. Now move it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't think this was a great place to bring the children. It still beats Disney's
1: California Adventure. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah Boy, that was a... So, which one of these psychos is gonna help me catch my killer? He's right in here. Access denied. Oh, fine. I gotta use a fork. Oh, come now, we've been through so much together. Just call me Bob. Ah,
0: Bob! I like, so before we move on to the second act, I like the, I'm going to mention things I like before the inevitable hate storm. Uh, the I like the gag about Wiggum having to a fork to open up the security thing. I like that. Hey, Bob's musical stings, no matter how many times they use them. They're really good, yes. They're really good. Uh, And I like the way this first act ends with the, you know, the kids like Bob. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't have the same kind of terror a, when you just call him Bob. But no, no,
1: you can't have a, a one-syllable uh, scream thing. It doesn't work.
2: I, I also like the fact that he resides, and I think it's like Campbell's Chunky Soup Maximum Security Prison. It's just <laughs> absurd enough to tickle my fancy.
0: I believe it's also an island. Is that? Am I remembering that correctly? They're in a, They're in a, oh, Yeah, I, I think that's
2: right. I think it's like Alcatraz
0: kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, Alcatraz. Um, so, he, I, I, he, positives for this episode. I've got a couple laughs already. Small stuff, not so much. But you know, Bob laugh. Bob jokes mostly. And six minutes in, we have Homer's trying to get trying to. He's he's getting. He's someone's trying to kill him. We have Bob trying to help him. It's a plot, you know. We got there. It didn't take ten minutes to get there. We got a commercial six, six minutes in. Okay. And when we come back, uh, we get
1: Bob with the Simpson family. And, uh, basically Bob is negotiating for
3: why he should help them. All right, Bob, if you help us catch the guy trying to kill Homer, we'll make it worth your while. What could you possibly offer me? Your pick of roles in the prison musical. This year, I think it's *Man of a mancha. Yeah. Don Quixote, Sancho Panza, Dr. Carrasco. Yeah. They're all great parts. What a great show. I wish it was today. So what do you say, Bob? Fair enough. So, yes, uh,
1: Bob does it for his pick of roles in the prison musical. I like that they don't offer him the chance to get out, because obviously Bob is too dangerous for that. So at least they made it somewhat realistic in that, oh, no, 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 he doesn't get any special treatment except for the fact that he gets to pick what role he is. And it's Bob's, obviously, it's, you know, going to be great because Bob's a tremendous actor and singer. So, hey. Mm.
2: And and again, there's, there's a weird attention to continuity here or at least a attempt at continuity like when you do bob it's somebody who's interested in singing and performing which is very much in character for him so you can see the personal vibe that it would have for the antagonist or he's not i guess he's not even the antagonist in this one just another character who's a focus in the episode
1: true so uh bob gets to stay with the simpsons uh because I guess that's just the way this episode has to work, uh, because he's going to live with them and, you know, learn their habits and figure out why someone is trying to kill Homer. Uh, it's also not funny that he tries to kill Bart anymore. Everyone's over that. They're just like, oh, yeah, it's Bob tries to kill Bart. It's fine. Whatever. Eh, uh, Bob also gets. I'm, I'm not. Bob also gets... I like it. You're not over that? No. OK. I like it still. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> so uh, Bob gets an ankle bracelet that shocks him. Uh, in a very unrealistic way, and it can't be taken off because they used really sticky tape and that hurts his leg hairs. So obviously Bob is not going to take that off. That would just be crazy. Foolproof. That's true. Uh, Probably the best part of this entire uh, little uh, act here is a listing of Homer's enemies. So once again, a whole bunch of callbacks, but some of them are actually kind of funny.
3: Homer, think carefully. Of all the people you have known, who might have reason to do you ill? Hmm. Well, there's Mr. Burns, Fat Tony, the Emperor of Japan, Ex-President Bush, the late Frank Langs, PBS, Stephen Hawking, the Fat Little Dixie Chick, and the state of Florida.
2: How can one ordinary man have so many enemies? I'm a people person who drinks. Ah, yes, that's exactly
1: why people don't like Homer. It's because he's a people person who drinks, not because he's just a jerk in general.
2: I'd just like to add that that's probably my favorite line in this episode. And, and I if there's a lasting legacy that should exist here, it's that is a, a good encapsulation for why Homer has probably uh stepped on a few toes in his time. Mm. Stepped on a few toes. I like that. Um. <laughs> hmm. It begins.
0: Uh it's not There we go, Robbie. It's starting. It's 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 a little hint at what's to come. I feel like this would be fine if they weren't and like the, all the callbacks, yeah, they're 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 fun some at most so far. They're like they're just like, hey, remember this stuff and remember all the enemies Homer's made and et cetera, et cetera. Um it, this episode is too smart for its own good. It, that's the problem with it. Like when we that it, it starts here with them referencing, like, look at all the Homer enemies and trying to encapsulate and like Homer's enemy did that. That this is all gonna come back. I'm gonna get. Is all gonna go back and listen to our Homer's enemy episode. It's my favorite Simpsons episode. It's number one on our best episode ever list. Homer's enemy is a perfect episode of television, Mm -hmm. and it did everything that this episode does about Homer being what who he is and why we love him and why he's also a terrible person at the same time. That episode did it perfectly. There's no improving it. There's no no benefit to revisiting it. You don't need a sequel. Well no, because this this is purely nostalgia of a play
1: at this I, point. I know. Like, like this this episode is basically what they're trying to do is say, Hey, remember back when The Simpsons was good?
2: Well at the same time, I don't really think it's aspiring to make much of a statement about Homer in the same way that Homer's enemy was. To the contrary, I think it's just much more of a, hey, let's do a fun Sideshow Bob adventure, and one of the ways we can spice that up is by throwing in continuity nods here and there. Uh, outside of this scene, where it's kind of making a joke about how silly it is that Homer has annoyed all
0: of these people. I, they, uh, their reach exceeds their grasp, Andrew.
2: <laughs> well, he does need a special dialing bond.
0: <laughs> That's my... There it is.
1: There it is. Just Smash the keypad with your palm now. <laughs> there, there <it> anyway... <laughs> So, uh, in the next phase of Junior's plan, uh, homework gets uh, Who? set Who's up that? to be the... We'll get there, Robbie. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, so, it's Mardi Gras time. Uh, it turns out that Cletus was the previous king
2: whoa, whoa, uh, of whoa. Mardi Gras. You skipped over an important thing.
0: The Who's Homer that? dummy. No, no, that's coming up.
2: Is it? Okay, all right. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Mention,
0: they mention Mardi Gras before they actually get to Mardi Gras. They, there, talk, yeah, they yeah. talk about... They have Cletus and the flashback. I don't remember
2: yeah i I retract my beat yeah
0: bob bob is remembering his time as a successful criminal
1: uh basically they go to the quickie mart bob and homer do uh to get some supplies aka a copy of jugs and ammo and bob sees a little song reminiscing no 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 we're gonna skip right past that (laughs)
0: was fine i like Jugs and ammo i think that's a good parody magazine yeah anyway so yes
1: uh, Bob sings a little song about his one successful crime because basically he tried to rig an election and kill Bart several times and those are his other crimes that he has always failed at but he did successfully rob the quickie Mart because at this point it feels like anybody could uh, and of course Apu they make a whole stink about oh things were better in the old days uh, You you knew the dance blah 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 basically it's a whole bunch of weren't things better before which as yes. Simpsons viewers we can relate to obviously <laughs>
2: But it's it's kind of fun seeing like cop and robber, or cop and robber is the wrong term but you know, quickie mart employee and robber reminiscing about how things used to be. There's there's a silly slantedness to that that I can appreciate.
0: I'm gonna I will defend that this on this grounds, Matt. Mm-hmm. It Kelsey Grammer. We said this on our on like I think to the Christmas this season 31's one's Christmas episode is a Bob episode. Uh, Bob plays Santa. plays plays a Santa, plays a... And we said it then, like, this episode is alright, it's not great, but Kelsey Grammer gives it his all. And that is season 31. He just... He does his darndest to make Bob good and sell Bob's delivery and gives it his all. And he does it in this one as well. And Bob is a source of a lot of fun in this episode, even if it doesn't stick the landing especially I, I, I don't really have any big problems with Act 2 like I'm there's hints at the problems that are gonna come in Act 3 but well that's how all the episodes since like season 11 have been it's like oh Act 2 is is the
1: build up and then it just gets terrible
0: I mean I last week's episode was not that mad last week was a mess all the way through and there's a lot of lot of things that are just all mess all the way through this is not a mess this is actually pretty concise about like here Homer and Bob are trying to figure stuff out I can I can, pre- I can appreciate that.
2: And it's, it's a right. good premise that they play out.
0: They do. They really do. So
2: uh, after
1: they leave the quickie mart, Homer attempts to read a magazine and drive at the same time, which he fails to do. Which you know, obviously, it's very easy to do that. So Homer is obviously a very bad driver or a very bad reader or possibly even both. Uh, it's at this point that we meet the mechanic uh, who is picking up uh, Homer's car. He's going to tow it away. He's going to fix it. Homer, being Homer, is a jerk to him. Uh, because well, the episode requires it and he you know yells and at him about
0: not stealing pennies from his ashtray. He was I mean he is he is trying to kill Homer, so who cares if he's mean mean him?
2: Well Homer doesn't
0: know that. Does he though? He
2: calls him Mr. Sass <laughs> Wrench? I mean, who among us wouldn't just have our hearts <laughs> move to murderous rage if we were given that sobriquet.
0: I don't think uh, that uh, this is my problem. Uh, I, I Again, mean, like this, this second act is fun, but when you start in like they have a thread at the end that it, like you're trying to about Junior and this mechanic being Frank Grimes Junior, and you start pulling on that thread, and it doesn't make any real sense. There's no real grounding to this mystery, and that's really the my on rewatch. That's my problem with the episode. It's not the you know. Don't read and drive anyone, please. That's true. Uh, reading and driving is bad.
1: It's it's not as bad as texting and driving, but it's pretty darn close. I, the same thing. I used to work with a guy who read newspapers while he read, while he drove. This Red- is why we self-driving cars. <laughs> well,
2: it's also why like every time I go to the library, I make sure if I'm with a group of friends, we have a designated driver. You don't want to risk being too well read when you're trying to go later.
0: That's a good joke, Andrew. I like it.
2: Thank you. It's always good when you don't actually elicit laughter when people say that something was funny. It's the most I'm, earnest
0: reaction I'm, I'm there. Smiling, is. I'm uh-huh. smiling, but you can't see that, so I have to tell you.
1: <laughs> so, yes, at this point, uh, Bob has the idea to set up a decoy of Homer to see what happens. Uh, so they set up uh, a little stuffed Homer doll on a rotating rope outside the front of the house, and predictably, a whole bunch of people uh, try to come and kill Homer. Uh, there's Mo, Patty, Selma, uh, groundskeeper Willie, Reverend Lovejoy, and even Homer himself tries to kill the, the doll because everyone is very upset with Homer. Uh, Bob is somewhat mystified by this, but when he points it out to Marge, she just goes, eh, these are Homer's friends and family. Apparently everyone who knows Homer is everyone who wants to kill Homer.
2: They don't want him to kill him, they just want him to suffer. And and I'll say about that moment, like I don't know, there, there feels like there's some kind of a fingers crossed quality to this whole episode where Bob pointing out, like, isn't this all kind of ridiculous? And Marge's like, eh, I guess. There, There's this weird under-the-surface acknowledgement that this is all kind of a, a dose of play acting. That nobody in front of the, the camera, so to speak, or behind the scenes is taking this too seriously. And I think it's part of what makes it easier for me to accept some of the excesses that come later in the episode. There's sort of a pre-existing acknowledgement that we're not going to be going for uber serious down to earth Simpsons. True. Uh
0: this is another part where I I think it is kind of teasing the Homer's enemy thing again, Andrew. Where it's where uh, and, and end of Homer's enemy, everyone's laughing at him at the funeral. They don't. No one's trying to kill him.
2: Yeah, but this is it's more. A sense of the gag rather than trying to make any sort of high concept point which is what i feel like homer's enemy was going for
0: i well yeah it was trying to say something more than hey we're dumb
2: <laughs> I, I don't think if you if you spoke with john frank or don pain i don't think they would say that's,
0: that's the <laughs> message
2: they were aspiring to with this I, episode. have you watched the third act andrew I, I believe I did. My brain may have erased part of it, but I, I'd like to think I watched uh, okay, it.
0: Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna do like a CSI Miami, <laughs> Miami specifically. All right. And we're not doing. We're doing CSI Miami deep dive into this criminal investigation of Junior. Uh, I'm sorry, Matt. Please continue. That's quite all right. Uh, at this point, uh, Bob goes
1: to. Uh, uh, Moe's with Homer, uh, and they're just hanging out with all the barflies, and they start to take Bob to task for his failure to kill
3: Bart. Say, Bob, how come you were never able to kill Bart? Yeah, kids should be real simple to kill. I'd just come up behind him with a knife and slit his throat real quick like... Guys, right, Bob is my only hope. Back off and give him some room to think. Homer, if I could write haikus while skinheads beat me with soap, I can concentrate anywhere.
1: So, yes, uh... Bob is apparently uh, big on complex plans. He's not big on the directness, uh, as we will see later in the episode. Uh, so at this point, uh, someone kind of pokes their head in through the door. Uh, once again, we can't see who it is. Not even their they head. Just their one... hand. Just their hand. Man. Just their hand. Just their hand. Yes. Uh, we take one shot, one bullet, kill the pickled egg jar and run away. I mean, that, that's the entire murder attempt.
0: I was I would I don't think they kill the jar. Uh, they break it.
2: They destroy it.
0: It's not alive, though. You can't kill something that's. You can't kill a uh, like a desk. It is to mo. I I mo it, is very attached. You mentioned in your review Andrew that you appreciate the mo pickled egg gag.
2: I like the mo pickled egg gag a lot. It's, I, it's just absurd enough to tickle my funny
0: bone. I will pass. <laughs> just like <I'll, laughs> I just like I'll pass on pickled eggs. I will also pass on this pickled egg gag.
2: Robbie, you're telling me you don't like the picture of Mo lounging on the beach with his beloved pickled egg
0: jar. No, I don't. Robbie, your heart is made of pres- stone. That's precisely what I'm saying. I, <laughs> I, I like the I, I again, and this is the I think this is again like one bullet. And it's like it's not clever, like it's not fun, like yeah, like it's not like a clue murder. You know, it's not like, you know, there's, it's not a fun place. It's just Moe's like Homer's his first murder attempt is, Oh, jam a wrench and trap him in a spa. That's like, that's fun. You'd see that in, I saw knives out (laughs) a few days ago. (laughs) And I like, you know, I've knives out is a fun murder mystery and that, you know, jamming a wrench in a spa door. That's fun. But, Just like put your hand through the door and shooting a bullet and then missing and only shooting one. You know, guns, they always only shoot one bullet. It's like we're in colonial times all of a sudden. He has a whole. He he should have shot six bullets and hit six pickled eggs. That would have been funny. I just it's it's lazy. Just a pistol. Come on. Give me fun. I want to fun murders. More fun murders. Yay. Fun murders. That's what Robbie wants, everybody. Fun murders. In my my mystery. Mystery. Yes, I want fun murders or fun murder attempts at least. And I don't like like the pickled egg gag.
1: All right, fine. Robbie doesn't like the pickled egg gag. Uh, Andrew and I are fans. We also get a terrible gag where the the door flaps an extra six or nine times for some reason that I don't understand why it's supposed to be funny.
2: Oh, I like that gag too. Maybe I'm just an easy mark.
1: Maybe, because all it does is take up extra time. (laughs) I don't see why it's supposed to be funny, I guess. But
2: it's making fun of the tropes and all of those kind of mystery things where... You know the killer bolts out of the door before anybody can see, and the the revolving door is flapping. It 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 plays it for an extra beat. It's, it's poking at the tropes of the those colorful mystery films that Robbie loves so much.
0: I, I I'm not like uh, the biggest mystery fan in the world. I just want you know the in, I don't mind the door. It's the pickle that character goes a little bit, but the door is fine. We're all look. We all contain multitudes.
1: That's true, we do. Well, all of us have jokes we like about this, and all of us have jokes we hate. And which column is bigger is usually the hate. Anyway, uh, so so when they get home, uh, Bob sees a clue. Uh, Basically, he sees that the original note that Homer was given uh, with the spy invitation on it has a smudge, a dark smudge, almost like a grease smudge weird but that's a complete uh, red herring because uh, the next thing we see is bob watching television uh instead of working on the case and because bob does that marge gets to shock him and he gets stuck and he just gets continually shocked over
0: i was gonna say matt you have not really mentioned the fact that bob gets shocked five times i think in the course of this maybe like he gets shocked initially he gets shocked uh, again just f- during the the dummies, the decoy Homer scene because he quotes Caesar something about Caesar maybe. Uh, Bart shocks him when he's trying to steal the remote. He gets shocked here again when he's watching television. That's four times. I'm sure there's one more that I don't remember. I I I I, I think there's something I really appreciate about Bob being that he is such like a. Such a wily e. coyote figure that he can just absorb all this punishment, much like Homer. And it's you know it it doesn't break the reality of the show. But I, I would like it to be more than just getting shocked over and over and over and over again. As not you know the first or second time, okay. I, I got I'm okay, got it with electrocution. I understand.
2: Uh, just just real quick, I do like the fact that. They give you one of the clues to the mystery, but it feels like a red herring because Bob goes to reach for the uh, shock remote at the same time. They set something up and then they try to distract you from it so that you don't put all the pieces together before the mystery is revealed. I appreciate the mystery construction of that. And I, I will take your silence for saying you're in total agreement with me and you think that the mystery built here is perfect.
1: Uh... Absolutely. It's it's a good misdirect.
2: I will say that. I...
1: We'll get, we'll so get, yes, the last we'll, thing that happens we'll is that Homer is
0: elected Mardi Gras king, and we go to a commercial. 13 minutes of 20 seconds in. So we have a, oh, oh, a good seven minutes for this third act. And I think the third act is largely terrible. I don't like it. I, everything up until the very end where we get Bob and Bart alone. I dislike.
1: Well, yeah, because it's all incredibly stupid. It all just kind of <laughs> happens for no reason.
0: <laughs> I and and okay, so Homer is the Mar- king of Mardi Gras because someone has stuffed the ballot box, uh, and Homer is going through this for some reason, even though he's not about to be murdered sure and we literally start the third act with. wait wait, wait
2: wait wait he says that he they, they put a fig leaf on it he says this is the way to flush the killer out once and for all and get drunk on a tuesday
0: well of course mm-hmm. I, I i know they say why andrew i just don't agree with any of the reasoning it's all very stupid uh and not like stupid funny but stupid stupid um homer's on the float he's the king we have him being a king at a parade.
3: The killer is out there. I would stake my entire fortune of cigarettes on it. No, Bob, I know you're concerned, but don't worry. I have operatives working the crowd. So, are uh, you from Tempe? I'm from Chicago. Whoa, I'm so drunk. I'm going to puke. You ever get that feeling
0: beautiful? So, Lenny's from Chicago. It's interesting to get some backstory for Lenny. Where the Leonardsons are from. Lenny Leonard Leonardson's Leonard Leonard Leonard. I forget how many names Lenny has now. uh We get scared. Homer gets scared by an actual mafia killing on the side of the road. In that is totally okay with it because
1: obviously they're not aiming at him, so he's fine.
0: Um, Bob notices that the float is very quiet. I don't think I've ever in my life thought about the sound a float makes.
1: Or the sound of any vehicle, really, unless you're like, oh, it's electric. It doesn't make any sound.
0: Well,
2: but Bob is trying to pay attention to things around Homer. He's trying to be observant.
0: Sure. So, Bob, know, I'm not saying
2: this is is brilliant mystery construction, but it passes the smell test.
0: Uh, hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> Bob realizes would and 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 uh, Wigam mentions at this time at this point that. Oh yeah that it, it's running like a top because the mechanic was a mechanic was here earlier working on that float and Bob has a we this is the moment where we go boom 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 we get all the flashbacks of the smudge on the envelope the wrench in the spa door uh the 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 picture of junior no connection to the gun though so whatever don't mention that at all so Bob's like oh it's the mechanic he's the killer. Uh and looks over to the float that Homer is on. There's a stream of liquid uh coming from it. Bob realizes it's brake fluid because the brake line has been cut. yells after Homer that he has to get off, and Homer yells to the crowd for them to save him.
3: Attention, drunken idiots, this is your king. Sacrifice yourself to slow me down. Oh. Oh. Uh. 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 Let's have ah! Hey, how about some beads? They're not for dudes. That's cool.
1: I don't think that's factually correct, but it's the least uh, egregious sin in this episode.
0: Um, so, remember what I said earlier about Bob being like Wiley Cody? I'm so aware a bunch of punishment and I don't question it much, when it's uh-huh. just random people on the side of the, like, on a parade route who literally get run over by a two-ton vehicle. Mm-hmm. The, they're dead. Those people are dead now. I don't know what...
1: Like, no, I, you can get run over by a vehicle, especially in the chest area. It won't kill you. It'd probably hurt, and you get some bruised ribs, maybe a few broken ones, but you'll be alive. Plus, they've got drunken strength.
0: That's true. Sure. So... Um, Bob. Okay, I'm real. I'm trying to. Bob jumps into a cannon that is on a different float. Correct. Right.
2: Correct. Yes. Using his previous sideshow experience, getting shot out of the cannon.
0: Uh, yeah, of course. R- gets shot out of the cannon. Puts his feet under Homer's armpits and picks him off of the float as it's rolling down a hill about to run into the museum of swordfish and and then we it zoom the camera zooms out and reveals that bob is holding on to the duff blimp with his hands because he's very strong obviously bob it, I, is a, a superhuman i it i it's nothing to do with the strength at this point matt it's really just um are, are we to believe that this just right like it's just uh, it's so many things all that are incredibly unrealistic all happening in a row and it just kind right, of it, breaks me
2: it, it utterly defies the laws of physics i got nothing it's it's there's a lot of ways you could do that sequence and make it fun and exciting and even either stretch the reality of the show a little bit but this was was not it <laughs>
0: There's a, and there's a Duff blunt there, and then we're not done yet. There's this is not even the worst. Frankly, I could deal with this maybe if it was just this, and then Duff Man gets shot,
1: <laughs> but just barely in the arm, so it's okay. But
0: he falls, he like he falls over like he's dead, uh, and then wait, wait wait Duff
2: Man can never die. Only the actors who play him,
0: which they've 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 riffed on that multiple times throughout the years. There, there's been multiple Duffmans. Exactly, Duffman, men, Duff men. <laughs> I'm a Duffman, uh, and they're up. And then uh, who is? Is it Bob who says that we're, we're up so high? Where could that shot have come from?
1: Yes, it is.
0: <sighs> but <laughs> Matt, Matt's having Matt said has like five questions, six, seven, seven total question marks just on this one line of in our notes. So. <laughs> They're not that high. They, nope, they're, they are stilt height. They, yeah, they're not that high. And so they, we z- cut over to well, where did the bullet come from? And there's a man dressed in a Mardi Gras costume on stilts with a rifle. And at this point, we have a stilt chase. An extended stilt chase sequence. Of course. I'm gonna have to say, not a fan of this stilt chase sequence. What? Why not, Robbie? Why? Why is this in this? Why are we doing this?
2: Because it's silly. Uh, like it's it's kind of a spoof of those the what is it? Great Frisco Freakout Kid style 70s cop movies? You're just putting it in a very goofy vibe. Yeah, I mean, I don't love the stilt stuff, but uh, but up until the moment where they get to the extra high brick wall, and then the police have their own stilt unit, like I, I, it this whole episode leans into the goofiness, and while the hey, that doesn't make any sense according to the laws of physics, that bothers me. The, the sort of loose tone and the slack vibe that they go through all of this, it doesn't bother me in the same way. It's it's definitely an exaggerated bit of shtick, but that's that is the Wile E. coyote thing that they're going with here.
0: I I I I I don't know. I feel like I'm just being torn. I'm being pulled in multiple directions about the tone of this because we have Bob, who up until this point, not even up to this point, uh like the last maybe two prior, most of the Bob appearance at this point, Bob is taken seriously. He's treated like a killer. He's dangerous, and yeah, sure. Jay, the day of the Jackanapes is god awful. But he is still trying to kill Krusty for most of that episode. He, like, he's not, like, to be taken lightly. And I still feel that way when I'm watching Bob. I feel like, oh, it's still Bob. He's still a killer. He's still dangerous. Like, and then we get, oh, Homer's trying to get murdered. And that's also treated seriously. Like, this, that is not... Homer nearly dies at the beginning of the episode, and we have the musical cues. It feels like they are setting us up for, like, no, you, know, you got to be worried about Homer. Obviously, you know, Homer. Uh, th- he, he gets turned into a prune.
2: I don't feel like they take it that seriously. They take it seriously enough for it to motivate the plot, but I don't think they really want the audience to be sitting there clutching their chest going, I sure hope Homer makes it out of this okay.
0: I mm. would—that's—well, if they're not going for that, Andrew, that is what I want that's what i want i don't want silly 70s freak out police chase i want a real mystery i want a real reveal for my mystery i want the mystery to make sense i want the person who's trying to kill homer to make sense and none of that happens in this episode i think you're ta- i've somehow gotten angrier about this more than i was when i started i was much more positive. i don't think you
1: watched it very closely the first time
0: Robin. Sorry. <laughs> I, I did i that's okay so we have a still chase and we get, they get closed down, uh, closed, chase the killer into an alley that it has, like Andrew said, a very tall brick wall. No one builds them taller. I forget the name of the company that's on there. Uh, but no one builds them taller. And we get the reveal of who the killer is.
3: I know you. You're my mechanic, Junior Frank Grimes, Junior. Frank Grimes. Don't you remember? Your ape-like incompetence drove my father insane. Frank Grimes. What's this? Extremely high voltage. Well, I don't need safety gloves, because I'm Homer Sim... Oh, yeah. How is old Grimy? <laughs> He's dead, like you should be. Whoop! Oh, wait! Frank Grimes wasn't married. How could he have it son? He happened to like hookers, okay? Dad, I figured it out. The murderer is... I know, Frank Grimes Jr.
0: Huh? Precisely. I like the Lisa. Precisely. I like the Lisa bit at the end. That's. I like that. It's good. Really? Really? That's part I like the least. Really? You like yeah. her less than Frank Grimes? I don't think there's anything on Earth I could like less than Frank Grimes Jr., Matt. <laughs>
1: I don't know, Robbie. I okay, know. that's not
0: true. Anything in fiction I like less than Frank Grimes Jr. There's plenty of, things, okay, on that's, that's plenty that's of things on Earth I like less than Frank Grimes Jr. Frank Grimes Jr. is terrible. It's terrible. It's I, I can't say it enough times. I hate Frank Grimes Jr. Because he doesn't exist. He's not a real character. He's a plot device. And they invoke a character... Of Frank Grimes, who was a real character, who certainly fulfilled plot, plot things. But guess what? When you want a character that does that, you have to like spend time with them, and show them, and tell their story, so you understand their motivation. One Frank Grimes. How old is Frank Grimes Jr. at this point? How old is he? Uh,
1: too old to uh, have been Frank Grimes's kid. Yeah, he looks exactly the same
2: age as Frank Grimes.
0: So one. No, it doesn't make sense there. He can't be that old. Can't. It's not possible. Because they're not... They don't age Homer. Homer's the same age as he was when Homer's enemy happened. That means Frank Grimes Jr. has to be... It's impossible. One. Impossible. Two. What was Frank Grimes Jr. plan? I mean, to kill Homer? Yep. He's Homer's mechanic, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Instead of luring Homer out... Into this elaborate Mardi Gras situation, cut the brake lines on Homer's car, put a bomb in the car.
2: Yep, yep. That
0: sounds like a smarter idea. But
2: then there wouldn't be an episode. I know that's a positive in your department, Robbie, but It still. is
0: a positive in my department. I, Andrew, all you have to do is not make Frank Grimes Jr. the killer. We get anyone else, someone that's No, a- it's
2: it's indefensible I mean there's a lot of ways you could have done this I'm I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it makes any sense they're clearly I mean I, I get why they're trying to do it because Frank Grimes is somebody who gives you instant motive like, you don't need to spend time with them if there was some plausible reason for Frank Grimes to be there because you already – like, they're just channeling what has already happened. And I can I get what they're going for. It just makes no friggin' sense. Like, I don't know why you would try to do it this way. There's a million other ways you could accomplish this, none of which had to go this direction. So I don't know. You know, it, it feels lazy to the point of insulting. And I will say as somebody who is much more positive about this episode than I think either of you are, it is the one element that just doesn't add up in the slightest. And I don't think there's any good defense. for.
0: And he uses a, like they even mess up the small details. Like it's supposed to be evidence that he used a wrench when later in that scene, later in the episode, after the wrench is left behind, he has all his wrenches have a missing wrench. Come on, guys.
2: Ah, he's got access to wrenches. He's wrench adjacent. That's I, how you know he I, could be I, a
0: under, I understand that logically, Andrew, you could have some him replace the wrench. As a mystery, it works better if the wrench is missing to give us a little bit of a clue. It's a little bit of a, tr- a breadcrumb. It's fun. Uh, why does he use a gun? It's so boring. He uses a rifle. It's so boring. The Mario girl thing is, is too complicated. From beginning to end, the reveal is unsatisfactory because we only get what a minute with Frank Grahams Jr. and then he's arrested and he's gone from the episode well, s- I, I just it's and, uh, one more thing: How does he know that Homer drove his father to insanity if we take everything else for for granted, how does he know that happened? He wasn't in town, was he? He he
2: was told by Oh, let's say Mo.
0: I don't I you you said it, Andrew. Lazy. It's lazy. It's lazy writing.
2: You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all, Robbie. But I, I at least just wanna say that as a Star Wars fan, I am glad that this was the last time we would ever get a story where they were just derivatively channeling familiar characters and situations and have a completely contrived and implausible parental reveal. Like I'm glad we moved past that as a culture with this episode.
0: I see what you're doing there, Andrew. (laughs) I'm I'm not doing anything. No, of course not. I'm I'm talking about this
2: episode and the cultural progress we've made since then. Uh,
0: Well, one – uh, we have it because the Simpsons do it again and again and again. This is not the last time they try and connect dots that don't quite make it. This might be the worst example, but they do it again and again. Uh, I don't know, what, well, I don't know why you're mentioning Star Wars.
2: Well, It's just, you know, good context but let the, the viewers know things about me. The listeners know things about Rise,
0: me. Rise of Skywalker is making a lot of money so it must be good, right? That's,
2: that's, how, capitalism that's how capitalism works. works. <laughs>
0: You guys came to the exact same conclusion at the exact same time. Really appreciate that. So, Bob gets... Uh, also, Bob gets shot with a tranquilizer dart at this point.
2: Uh-huh. Sh- Sh- Shade's everybody's favorite. favorite episode. It's a Mad Mad March. Uh,
0: why did you have to even mention that, Andrew? Because I live to
2: break your brain, Robbie. <laughs> I, at I, least in, in the Simpsons context.
0: I hate it. Ma- uh, it's an episode so bad. So... We cut immediately after this scene to back to the Simpsons' house. The last time we see Bob, he gets shot by tranquilizers by the police. And that means, I assume, means the police have taken him back to prison. You would assume. That's my assumption. And then we cut right back to the Simpsons' house. This is the last roughly two minutes of the episode. And Bart is getting put to bed. Homer closes the door. And guess who's behind the door? Bob is behind the door. He's going to kill Bart. How did he get there?
1: Robbie, asking questions is just a way to feel disappointed.
0: <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong, man. So,
2: like my second grade teacher.
0: <laughs> I, I'm just, I, like, why? I, you just, just, just makes sense. That's all I'm asking. Like, you, I love the idea that Bob agreed to help Homer with this murder thing. Because in his own mind, his long con was, well, I'll use it to eventually get close to Bart and kill him. And we see hints of that earlier in the episode. Why is he shot with a tranquilizer dart? Mm. The, the murderer has been taken, arrested, or the attempted murderer, Frank Grimes Jr., arrested. Why would he still... They wouldn't put him back in the Simpsons' house. He would go back to jail. Did he escape jail again off camera? Obviously he got away from them. It's just like minor little continuity errors that you are are not that hard to catch. You just read the script.
1: Like, Probably, I don't think it was a continuity error. I think they were just thinking that, oh, no one's going to care how he got away. We need to have a scene with him and Bart.
0: I, okay. Just, okay. Okay. I like this last two minutes. I like the song. I like the interaction. It may, I like it. But... To do. Okay, so sideshow Bob, you know him, Kelsey Grammer. He is behind the door, and he's going to kill Bart. This is the clip is a little long. It is the the rest of this. It's the last couple minutes of the episode, basically. Hello,
3: Bart. Ah! Looking for this now. Take some advice that was given to me by Lenny and kill without delay. One thrust and the deed is done. I... I can't do it. Huh? Why not? Well, I guess I've, dear God, grown accustomed to your face. I've grown accustomed to his face. And dreams of gouging out his eyes. I've grown accustomed to my hate, my plans to lacerate, to disembowel, to hear him howl. The very reason that I live is plotting how to watch him die. Recording and go to sleep. I know this chubby scalawag has made my life a living hell. Surely if I drank his blood, I'd be at peace but well. You've grown accustomed to my face. This isn't a duet. Sorry. I've grown accustomed to your fear, accustomed to revenge, accustomed to your face. We shall meet again, old friend. But now I must steal away into the night
0: that was five there you go five times he gets shocked the birds okay there you go birds got him pecking at the little shocker why is the shocker still on him if the if he's sensibly gone back to prison
1: he never made it back to prison. They were going to take it off in prison with very special non-leg hair hurting tools. But, uh, you know, obviously they left it on him because he never made it back to prison. He escaped en route.
0: Okay. Thanks, Matt.
2: Makes sense. It, totally makes
0: sense. It doesn't. And that's the downfall for me, Andrew. I I need my... my a mystery of all things has to be airtight with its plot. You And frankly, you work backwards you f- you know who the killer is and you work backwards from that why did they do it how do they do it how do they try multiple times how do they fail maybe how do they get caught you work backwards with the motive and all the all the corroborating evidence that makes why the motive itself yeah certainly Okay, if I want to accept the fact that Frank Grimes Jr. somehow is old enough to do all this stuff, why is he a mechanic in Springfield? Why is it why did he choose mechanic? Why any like we don't know anything about him, so nothing he does means anything. Nothing none of it any makes any actual logical sense. You're a mystery. Has uh, to- <laughs> I don't know. See, See, has a thing. I think
2: Frank Grimes Jr. existing doesn't make any sense. I think the rest of it, like I'm not going to sit here and pretend it's the most airtight mystery that has ever existed, but I think it adds up well enough. You have setups and payoffs. You have a progression of attempts on Homer's life. You have clues as to why this thing you saw in the first act matters in the third act. I, I, I don't know. It's I'm not going to pretend that it's knives out and as is, is brilliant as that was, but it it passes muster. It does what it needs to do. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, I agree. Frank Grimes is the, it's not the straw that breaks the camel's back. It is the, uh, you know, building constructed out of balsa of wood that then somebody throws a bowling ball into. But, you know, if if you can make peace with the fact that somehow Frank Grimes has a son who looks exactly like him, sounds exactly like him and seems to be the age as him, like you know, if you can make peace with that, I think the rest of the mystery is fine. If they had made the answer to who the assailant was, somebody other than Frank Grimes, somebody who whose beef with Homer you didn't need, this weird, elaborate birth situation to make sense of, I think it would still work. I think you could make this episode work with its mystery on its own terms.
0: Not one of those people. I don't think Matt is either. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, I'm outvoted. I, well, I mean, I, you can like it. I, your review is very well written. I literally, you sent me your your rough draft of your review for this episode, and I said, you're a madman, but it's well written. Uh, uh, I, I think the first two acts are fine. Uh, I think they're entertaining, but I can't, I, I, I take thing, I have to take the thing as a whole. And I have to take it as a... It's a mystery. That's what it's trying to be. That's what it's trying to do. Certainly it's silly at times and and loosey-goosey. But at the end of the day, I want the the killer. And I need it to make sense. And I need it to, like, not completely ignore all sense of logic. And I... I can't... It's a bridge too far. And I don't think this episode's terrible. Like, it's not a Simpsons Safari... It's not, you know, it's not, um, it's a mad, 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 mad Marge. God forbid. Oh, God. I just, I just, and frankly, and Frank Grimesley, uh, I. Oh. <laughs> <See what laughs> no, did no, there. Andrew, Andrew, you cannot
1: respond to those or you going to
0: keep doing it. <laughs> It's true. Positive, any kind of—it's not even positive reinforcement. Any kind of reaction. Boop. I'll, I'll just keep doing them. Uh, Reinforcing
2: bad behavior.
0: Yes, exactly. I, I, I love Homer's enemy. I love Frank Grimes. One of my favorite one-off characters. My favorite one-off character of all time of The Simpsons. My favorite show. My favorite one-off character. My favorite episode. And they just couldn't help themselves. Like, hey, let's let's be clever. Let's be funny. And I don't. I As I get older, I get less and less patience for people who are like, hey, let's be clever and do something that doesn't make sense. How about just do something that's funny and makes sense? That's hard, Robbie. I, it is hard. I will not disagree. Um,
2: I, it, I don't know. I, I'll say this for it. I, I'm not going to pretend, again, that the mystery is great, but I like the dynamic of having Sideshow Bob be the helper rather than the killer. I think that is, you know, you have true. to think of this first and foremost as a Sideshow Bob episode, and they're doing a spin on the traditional way that episode works. He's helping to solve the mystery rather than cause the mystery. I also like the time that we get to spend with Bob and Homer together. That's not a pairing that we have really gotten through 14 seasons of Sideshow Bob episodes. And they have a really good rapport with one another in terms of the comedy. And who who would have thought? Pairing a sort of uptight, effete intellectual guy with the boorishness of homer pays comic dividends i like the dynamic that they have between the two of them and, and even if the mystery doesn't really pan out in a way that i like i think there's a lot of decent gags in this episode it, it kind of has a light tone that makes it easier to forgive the trespasses to me because it's it doesn't seem to take itself too seriously and i i totally get how that could be a negative but the upshot is is it makes it easier to let some of the, the failings of the episode glance off me in a way that when they're trying to go for real powerful emotion, it's tougher for me.
0: Okay, Andrew, I have a question for you.
2: Alright, what's your question?
0: Yes, Robbie. Is this episode broken? Oh my god, it's so broken. Is it? Okay. Alright. I'm, I'm with... I think I can... I think... I think I can I can go with it, with you for that one.
3: No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's
0: see. Quick fix. Quick fix. uh-huh. Ah. Now, as much as Andrew might disagree, I think both Matt and I uh, <laughs> are pretty firm about our feelings about. Th- I, and, here, Matt, I, I, the the quote you know that I use as the answer for the segment, fix this episode. I think this is a quick fix. Oh, okay, what's your quick fix then? The killer is not Frank Grimes. Frank Grimes Junior. Whatever. It's- well then, Robbie, okay. who could the killer be? Oh. <laughs> oh hmm. Let me think. This uh, let me think about Springfield, and you know the th- over three hundred episodes at this point they've had. You know what the, the Simpsons isn't known about? Known about the Simpsons is it's incredibly large supporting cast, who all have interacted with Homer once upon a time. Pick anyone you want. So I, you, Maggie, m- sure, that would work. Selma or, or Patty? She's got a history. She does have it. Anyone they list in that long list of names that aren't Frank Grimes. It could be Fat Tony. I would think that you start with that list of suspects and you eliminate them one by one. And then you go, oh, wait a second. And then you get clues laid out that lead to that person. And it's someone we've seen before that we know their character. So if they're not present for like all the other mystery episodes the Simpsons have ever done. It's the culprit is someone we spend a lot of time with or have spent a lot of time with during the show. So we know them and we know why they're doing it. We don't have to spend a lot of time on motive because we understand. Or frankly, it's nobody or it's multiple people. And that is like you could have it be three different people even of a conspiracy. Maybe even Matt, they're not connected at all. And that's the joke. Oh, you
1: get three different people trying to kill him three different times.
0: Yeah, and you stretch and the decoy, the joke about Ooh. that they do with the decoy, with everyone wants to kill Homer, you stretch that out and make an entire episode. And at the end of the day, the cops are incompetent. And everyone goes free. Makes sense. I, I mean, like it. I don't, again, it, it's not the plot stuff is easy. That's the thing. I, okay, I'm just all I, right. Let me
2: let let me ask you a question, Robbie. Okay. What if instead of Frank Grimes Jr. It was Frank Grimes Sr. He had come to reunite with his long-lost son, and they do a flashback where he finds out that this local oath has inadvertently driven his son insane and killed him, and so he has long plotted his revenge. You can give him gray hair but still kind of look like Frank Grimes. The problem is we know that Frank Grimes was an orphan. Well, his, his parents abandoned him, but, but he's had a change of heart.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. I mean... I don't, the problem is we don't know him. All we know is he's a dad and that he abandoned Frank Grimes, but we don't know anything about him. We don't care about him. So if he goes to jail, I don't care. If he's like, whatever his reasoning is, it's fine. Yeah. If Frank Grimes had a son, I have no beef with him actively wanting to kill Homer. Homer's Homer drove his dad to kill himself. Of course he'd want to kill Homer. And same for Frank Grimes, Grandpa Grimes, Grandpa Grimes, same same deal, but we don't know him, and we haven't spent time with him. And all right, well, then. there's just sure, there's just not. A Simpsons is a 20 minute long television show, and you know when the, the mystery involves who shot Mister Burns, who's trying to kill Selma and or Patty, I forget which one it was. You know, we have spent time with these characters. We they're related to each other. We've seen them in the town over and over and over again. So I care about him, even if you know Mister Burns is a bad guy. I still kind of am intrigued by well, who shot Mister Burns. I want to know, and I I think it would make more sense if it was Frank Graham Senior because he exists at least, <laughs> <laughs> or plausibly could. <laughs> it plausibly could exist, but I I think if you're bringing in an external one-shot character, it would have to be it would have to be. If you're going to bring in the extra character, he have to be spending the entire episode with Homer so that we get to know him. Like, and I don't want the reveal that Bob is actually the one trying to kill Homer the entire time. That's not that fun to me. So, and we have spent time with Bob before, so, you know, that's not a big deal anyway. But, like, it's it would have to be that trick where, you know, the killer is alongside Homer the entire time, and that's the, I mean, that's kind of knives out in a kind of sort of way uh
2: but, but, okay let me ask you this robbie how <laughs> well did we know sideshow bob in crusty gets busted he had been a background character who i don't think it had any lines up until that episode and he doesn't even really have many lines in that episode until the scene where bart reveals him as the killer
3: i mean
0: i don't he has a couple if, if he, he has a couple scenes on tv it has a, and he has a scene with Bart where he's like, oh, I, you want this to have – you know, he does his his little bit for the first time for, with us learning a little bit about Bob and what he wants out of a television show. But that's that's when the same scene where the reveal has – happens. <laughs> but I will say in Crusty Gets Busted, our focal point is Bart. And Bart is heartbroken because he's lost Crusty. And 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 I think the, the tr the charm in, in Krusty gets busted to me is very much Bart is usually this mischievous troublemaker causing mischief. And this is a case where he's suddenly very heartfelt about something. He cares really deeply. Like, no, Krusty couldn't have done this. Krusty's my hero. And I think we all had that moment as a little kid where we you know, we learn something about a hero that breaks our illusion about what they are, who they are. And I feel like we don't want that to happen to Bart. We want Bart to maintain that innocent feeling about Krusty being his hero, which they have, they spool that out in like five different Krusty episodes over the years. But I think that's what sells Krusty gets busted. Sideshow Bob is not, we don't know Bob yet at that point, but we know him well enough to know why he's doing it. Every, all those little clues all make sense. Bob is, we don't have to worry about Bob if he has a son or not, you know, like all that, the weird, weird uh, background information about, oh, Frank Grimes liked hookers, so he has, if he, it was, and that even asked, I just, that, me saying that just made me think about, like, well, if a prostitute gave birth to Frank Grimes Jr., how does she know Frank Grimes is his father? Like,
2: so don't go down this rabbit hole, Ravi. There's no. Maybe there's no maybe it was a really there. slow month. <laughs> <laughs> I like Matt's explanation.
0: <laughs> sure, I don't. I'm just saying that I. It's a particular. I'm not saying it's a perfect algorithm that works evenly every time. I. It goes. It's feel. You know, and it's different for every people. A lot of people. I'm just, just saying.
2: Uh, I. The, the the Frank Rhymes Jr. part is dumb, but I feel like if you take that away, the rest of the mystery is fine, or at least at the level of other mysteries we've gotten in the show.
0: I here, Andrew, I don't know if you've noticed this about me. I like my Simpsons episodes to be cohesive and work as a one sim one single moving part towards one goal. I don't I, I want it to be a s you know, one or two flavors and that's it. I don't want it to be be complicated. And I don't want it to fall apart. Why do you think I have the? We have a, bro, a fix this episode segment. <laughs> so when it falls apart, I don't care really how. And like, we're not. We're trying to rate this in the rank ranking. You know, the, the, when we rank it, but but we the, we can move on <laughs> <laughs> to our next segment. It is time for comments of the news group. Okay, here we
3: are. Alt.nerd.obsessive
0: comments news news is right home through the nohomers.net forum right after this episode came out see what they thought of it how they felt about the episode right when it came out like it just like comic book guy posting their thoughts like moments after the episode drops uh, most people are with you andrew the vast majority are
2: that's, man of the people
0: yeah exactly that's what i always think when i think about you i think man of the people Um uh, 7% normal human being normal he's better than normal he's abnormal uh, we have 7% give it a 1 out of 5 2% give it a, a 11.5% roughly 11.5% give it a 2 out of 5 we have 23% give it a 3 out of 5 and then we have 38% give it a 4 out of 5 and finally 19 almost 20% give it 5 out of 5 a perfect score so that is like 80 percent who think the episodes average above average to great. Most people really liked it. Well, I, I a here, lot of people could be wrong. <laughs> that's true. Also, I, I think I actually liked this episode more on this watch than I did previously. Previously, I despised it. Like I couldn't even stomach it. Like I just would, I couldn't even talk about it. I hated it so much. Um, My feelings have been tempered as as I've aged. Got some reviews. First, 4.5 out of 5. Just wonderfully done from beginning to end. Way better than Helter Shelter. I'll give it that. I think it is better than Helter Shelter. Uh, Great to have Kelsey Grammer back. Awesome song of the end. Hilarious jokes. I really liked it. About the digital animation. It looked fine. Didn't notice any differences. Thankfully, still, against the principle of digital animation, but it looked fine. It's not digital animation. It's digital coloring. Digital coloring, guys uh next up i didn't like it too much and give it a 2.5 out of 5 ending just all out sucked but i did like bob's references to caesar and intro was quite nice this was in my opinion as bad as elder shelter homer wasn't as big a jackass but there were moments we had low expectations for large march but it turned out great oof 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 we had high expectations for this and it turned out crappy i'm about to retch anyone want to join me Eh, i don't understand this this, okay finally I'll just come out and say this is simply the worst episode of the season, if not one of the worst of all time. Terrible jokes. Far too cartoony. Just all-around awful characterization. I mean, look at, our, look at the family. They were all shocking Bob for no good reason, which was a horrible running gag. Only a few things were acceptable. Only a few things were acceptable. Such as Bob's usage of the canon towards the end of the episode, as well as Bob himself, at least up until his musical number. For the change in animation, it was better than the attempt that Tennis the Menace made, but it still needs a little work. Uh, they still don't understand that it's just coloring. Um, skip it. I can't believe that episode was allowed on the air. Almost all my faith in the show has been lost. Almost. Weird. Almost. There's still a little flicker in the back of my mind. It's about to go out during this episode. I was thinking of a quote from one Tom Servo during the course of this episode. And, and obviously, one out of five faith in this faith in the show it's gone out it's gone been lost
2: I was good through the screaming pillar but this broke me
0: (laughs) Uh. Uh, I mean screaming pillar is bad don't get me wrong worse than this oh my yes oh my yes Uh, we can move on to our next segment it's time for
3: listener question of the week let's try one more number Yellow? is gonna give me something stupid! Well, hot dog, we have a wiener! Yellow?
0: so the question of the week this week is, what is your favorite TV parody the Simpsons have done? Uh, great answers as always. First from Jenny, hands down, the Twin Peaks parody dream William has about Lisa and the Flaming Cards. I had no idea that was a parody of something when I first saw it. Also, the scene where Homer's watching Twin Peaks is legendary. Aha, brilliant! I have absolutely no idea what's going on. Sounds about right for Homer. That ain't, well, I... Encapsulates my feelings about I no, nah, I don't think Twin Peaks is brilliant, so I guess it doesn't. Uh next for Patrick. It's one of my re- favorite recent couch gags, The Simpsons Adventure Time parody. Another is the two about Chicken segments they did with the second one with Homer clashing with the California Raisins, the South Park kids, and ending with a meeting with the nerd. Classic. Um, from AJ. Close to a couple of Halloween episodes, but the one that sticks with me is the Flintstones parody where Homer sings he's about always oh, about to hit a chestnut tree. Guessing every time. From Lauren. I have to second the Flintstones parody. It's clever, cute, catchy, always crack me up, and I've sung it myself several times, so I've yet to hit a chestnut tree. Please no one hits no please don't drive into a chestnut tree. Anyone listening? From Brian Yes,
2: let's none of us have a cow.
0: <laughs> oh, Andrew. Uh from Brian, I love when Krusty films a show at Mount Splashmore thinly excuse to shove a water park ad- advertisement in the zero's faces. This is a rather shameless promotion. Hey, it worked on me. Me too. As a kid, and admittedly as an adult, I would watch any TV special from the Disney Universal Parks to catch a glimpse of my favorite theme parks, knowing full well that was nothing but a commercial. Uh, from Ash, it is a newer one, but the breaking bad opening, where it's a meth, it's Marge's cupcakes and a base hill. Uh from Mike at a Mike Bloom type. Night boat, the crime saving boat. Uh, Laura Lauren at Elcumbe eighty eight. The whole episode of The Springfield Files not only made fun of The X Files, also included in Search of with Leonard Nimoy. Keep watching the skis. I mean, Skies There you go. Thank, thank you. For, yeah. <laughs> God, guys, I was waiting um, from Zach at Zach so Kowalski. It's a one man quote. <laughs> I know, but Zach at Zach Kowalski. Roy was such a ahead of the time character. Perfect parody of one off characters to come. Put a sock in it, Roy. Uh, from little employee million at oh Benjamin, not a parody of a TV show, as much of a parody of TV in general. But I love how strangely excited Omer was for the mid season premieres in Over to the Max. So this is obviously a dumping ground for shows that networks don't like. From Jessica at Jessica Ruiz one, love the Night Gallery parody in the Transform Heart episode. It fits the three story concept well. Plus, I just love it when Bart gets dressed up and wears a suit. I agree, Bart in a suit's great. I guess you guys hate Bart in a suit.
1: I mean, it's something, I guess.
2: I hate it so much.
0: <laughs> uh, from Riley at Rilubi. Uh, the 24 minutes episode, Millhouse says, permission to buy a hostess fruit pie to keep my strength up. Skinner's response, denied. Finally, from Brody. Uh, it's a tough one. I have to go with the X Files in the Springfield Files. Look at this, Scully. There's been another unsubstantiated UFO sighting in the heartland of America. We've got to get there right away. Well,. Gee, Mulder, there's also this report of a shipment of drugs and illegal weapons coming into New Jersey tonight. I hardly think the <sighs> FBI is concerned with matters like that.
1: Obviously, that's a job for ATF. <laughs> Matt, what's your answer? I'm gonna actually go with uh, Krusty's Christmas special, uh, which I believe we actually quoted already in this episode of a uh, solemn, dignified Ramadan, a tip-top Tet, etc., etc., etc. I love stupid Christmas specials, and that's the best one I've seen. Andrew.
2: I'm going to go with Behind the Laughter, just because it is so faithful to what Behind the Music is, oh, while yeah. also managing to exaggerate it perfectly for comic effect.
0: It's very good. Um, I had to go with My Heart, and it's an answer I would not have picked, like, not too long ago until I watched The Prisoner. And as a computer menace wore uh, the computer menace wore t- red shoes, I think I got it right <laughs> that time. <laughs> Guys, Robbie's out. Robbie's been
1: up since 6 a.m. He cannot handle it anymore. He's done. Whatever it is, I like that episode.
0: Computer uh,
2: wore Menace shoes.
0: Computer menace menace wore red shoes tennis. Gee. <laughs> you it's got like i gained
2: my bramage. <laughs> exactly. Don't make him say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I like the prisoner, uh, and I, I there's not a lot of uh, prisoner related parodies. As I mentioned in that episode, I like uh, so that's my answer. Uh, next week's question: What is your idea for a Simpsons mystery episode? hmm another thinker another little bit of a longer one but you guys always come through with really good answers with whenever i come when i have a, your your episode idea questions everyone has really good ideas um and i like to come up with my own answers too so up with that on all our social media facebook.com slash the simpsons show pod twitter at simpsons show pod you can email us at simpsons show pod at com. uh next up it is that time once again for the no google chibi challenge
3: I am too smart. I am too smart.
0: S-M-R-T! I I mean SMARRT. The no goal trivia challenge. Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions one easy, one medium, one hard. And try and stump the other. The great Louse detective. Matt has a lead on me. Four points, I think. Yep. And uh, I don't like that. That's bad. It's only gonna get worse because Andrew's gonna answer him questions that somehow Matt knows and he's gonna answer me ask me questions. Um, I'm gonna get him. Andrew has not paid attention
1: to the formula that you figured out, Robbie.
0: What? Oh the, formula, hasn't out the formula. Oh the right, the, the stump even though my formula doesn't always work, Matt. Are you ready for an easy question? I'm ready. These are all from Day of the Jack and Apes. Our last Bob episode. Prior to this one. Oh no. Why is Krusty retiring?
1: Uh because he, they of the Jack and Apes, uh, that one, why is he retiring? He's retiring because uh, he, he can't do the comedy he wants to anymore. Close enough. Producers. Same answer. Producers, that's right. Notes and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, so all of your questions today are from Maximum Homer Drive, your know. favorite.
0: Uh, I, I like half of it.
1: <laughs> what profession does Homer get involved in in Maximum Homer Drive?
0: Um, profession. There's things that yeah, happen.
1: Maximum Homer Drive. Oh, you're, you're, you're. What does Homer end up doing?
0: Do you hear me? Just trying to pronounce the name of the episode, Matt. Yeah, Computer Menace. What is Core Red? Uh, my brain is not doing so well. Okay, Ho- Maximum Homer Drive. Uh Why does he get his? He changes his name because
2: yeah, that's the nope, TV nope show. Yeah, it's not uh, the episode. I always make that same mistake.
0: Oh, that's the oh, that's the tele oh. Oh, it's a different episode. I get it. Uh, Maxim Overdrive is with Mel Gibson, isn't it? Nope. No, still wrong. Which episode is Maxim be Overdrive? Und- Beyond Oh my God! Which is? Oh, it's Truck Driver. Truck Driver. Yeah. There you go.
2: <laughs> yes, good. it.
0: Like, yeah. Good push... Job, Robbie. First try. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> They're all the same. They're all. They happen yeah. all the same. Your medium question, Matt. Where did Krusty make his TV debut? Uh,
1: I believe it was on laugh
0: Matt, you're a little quiet. You're going to be close to your mic. Sorry. I believe it was on Laugh-In. Is that your final answer? It is? <laughs> it's, the, <laughs> it's incorrect. It's the milk of magnesia <laughs> summer cavalcade.
1: That's right. laugh was his second attempt when he got stuck behind the door. Uh, of course. All right. Your medium question. What is in the truck that Bart and Homer drive back to Springfield at the end of the episode? Uh, I believe illegal immigrants. Nope. Oh, that's All not right.
0: it? Uh. Nope. It, it is,
1: in fact, napalm.
0: Oh, God. Really? Yeah. That's so st-
1: I'm not driving a truck full of napalm to Springfield.
0: It's <laughs> so stupid. Of course it is. All right. Your hard question, Matt. Which I didn't remember this was in this episode. Wow. According to the kilt in The Lost and Found... What clan does Groundskeeper Willie belong to? Uh, Mike, Matt, I need I have, you on the mic. On no, the mic. I, I have no clue. Graham of Montrose is the answer. Is that a joke or a real one? I, I can't tell. I don't know. It's in the episode. <laughs> okay. All right. You're a hard question.
1: What is the name of the steak that Homer tries to eat in the eating contest?
0: Oh, um... It's as big as a boogie board. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Sixty four ounces. I know all this information about the steak. I don't. I'll get uh, um sort of butcher They killed the cow right there. Um, I got nothing, Matt.
2: Andrew, do you know? It's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't get it.
0: Like all right. Well, I'm of- tired. So, uh, <laughs> your y- y- your chance to
1: answer is now gone. It is sort of loin a lot
0: sir loin a lot uh of course That's right.
1: obviously we all knew that
0: obviously <laughs> it's a
2: good name it's a funny name it is
1: again yeah, good wordplay.
0: it's good wordplay in a terrible episode um andrew i assume you have questions for us you always do
2: uh, i do and the theme for my questions today is parades oh god I'll take that as Matt wanting to go first. (laughs) There you go. Matt, your easy question. In the twisted world of Marge Simpson, what does Frank Ormond recommend as a good way to blanket your community with flyers while avoiding littering laws?
1: A fake ticker tape parade.
2: That is correct. Robbie. your easy question. Mm Mm-hmm. In Lisa the Iconoclast, what role does Homer take in the Springfield Centennial Parade?
0: He's the town crier.
2: That is correct.
0: Oh, those episodes are so good.
2: They are. They are. Matt, your medium question. In the day the violence died, Bart and Lisa race downtown to get seats for a parade honoring what?
1: Uh, it's I want to say it's like itchy and scratchy's. 80th anniversary or something like that
2: oh it's so close it's the 75th anniversary 75th damn it Robbie your medium question according to Homer at what two times does the itchy and scratchy land robot parade start
0: um like, I think it's really stupid like like 12 and 1215 or something like I don't know that's my guess
2: Oh, you're so close. It's 12 and 1205.
0: 1205!
2: Hurry up, it's the noon robot parade. (laughs) Wait, we'll have to wait for the
0: 1205 one. I I knew it was very close together. (sighs) So close.
2: All right, Matt, your hard question. Name three of the St. Patrick's Day uh, parade floats we see in Homer versus the 18th Amendment.
1: Okay, let's see. Uh, There is... Uh, salute to Irish Cops. Um, hmm. I want to say there's something about wife beating because it was the Simpsons back then. They thought they could get away with it. And that's all I got. I can't think of any more.
2: So I think the salute to Irish Cops is in a different episode, but maybe I'm mixed up oh. there. Um, but the others are Pot of Gold, pardon me, Pot O Gold, Saint Patrick's, the Duff Beer Float that Bart consumes all the liquor from. And my favorite, the Drunken Irish Novelists of Springfield.
1: That's the one I couldn't... I was trying to think of and couldn't remember. Dang it.
2: Robbie, your hard question. In that same episode, Homer vs. the 18th Amendment, Marge says that parades bring out which three emotions in her?
0: Okay. Looking is one. I know that looking is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something, something, looking. Uh, let's see. It's... Of course, I remember the funny one. Um, Why would you bother remembering the non-funny ones? <laughs> eh, so they, they come, sometimes they come as a batch, and you remember them all. Um, uh, curiosity, joy, looking. Those aren't right. That's what I got.
2: Oh, Robbie, you were so close. It's joy, excitement, and looking.
0: Oh! oh! God! Dang it! I'm so
2: you guys are really close
0: on all your answers here. Well, oh, we're very smart men. You? We man. always pay attention to parades.
2: It's, I mean, looking—who who among us doesn't have that emotion?
0: I love looking. <laughs> I love when I feel looking. Um, Matt, we Matt and I tied today. I mean, that's—I guess that's not a loss, but I definitely need to do better than ties. Need to catch up. It's a long. It's a long road to the to, to the end of the season, though. We got a lot of time to go. It's time. For our final segment. The segment we end every single episode with. is time for Best Episode Ever. Best Episode Ever. Best Episode Ever is the bar show where men and I rank the episodes categorically. We watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever. And how good they are. So, Matt.
1: Rob, you're going to ask me this question, and I'm going to tell you I have no idea.
0: Okay. I'm I know not... it's
1: towards the bottom. It's, well, like you said, it's better than last week.
0: It's better. It's better than, I think i think i give a bob bob keeps this episode afloat frankly like andrew was talking about it the bob and homer stuff is the reason to watch this episode i think it, this episode is worth watching i just really really don't like the ending it reminds me of what's the name of the episode where homer changes to, to, max, to max power homer to the max homer to the max okay it reminds me very of very confusing Ugh, why I I liked it when they just said, you know, the name of the episode was like Lisa, Lisa's substitute. It's like, hey, it's you. It's literally, what it Homer the Max is number one sixty if you're in list. I don't think it's as good as Homer the Max, but it's a flawed episode that I still think it has value in it. I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to throw it on the trash heap at the bottom of the list.
1: No, no, I, I I agree with that. It's not nearly as bad as we thought it was going to be. But it's like a lot of them, it it completely falls apart in the third act. So, I mean, I think we're looking at probably somewhere above 240, I think.
0: Yeah, I think that's like where I'm looking in like the Sunday, cruddy Sunday, alone again, naturally, diddly, maximum home drive. Speaking of, I'm looking in that range right now, which is like 227, 228, 229. Little Big Mom as well also falls apart in the third act. Um I think it's in there. I f- is it better here, this is a true test, Matt. Is it better than Dance and Homer, the worst episode of season two?
2: Hmm.
1: I don't think so. Because Dance and Homer still has that that, that feeling of happiness and mm-hmm. joy
0: and uh I just I might disagree with you. But Dance and Homer is kind of not good. <laughs> it's not good, but it's better than this. It's really like boring. Dancing Homer's boring, and I won't. This is not boring. Great Last Detective moves. Really, really, is this so boring? I don't think this is a boring episode. I don't think Grey La- Grey- My complaints about Great Louse Detective have nothing to do with the pacing. Pacing is good in Great Louse Detective. Dancing Homer is just slow, and it has like it has that kind of nostalgic charm of older Simpson stuff, but there's just nothing there. It's like Homer becomes a mascot and then he's not one. That's the whole plot of Dancing Homer. It's not True. and like it's fine, but it's just a bunch of like lame baseball jokes. I think this is better than Dancing Homer. I don't know. Like there's, really? there's, there. I think so. I, 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 I think it's not. I, I have a hard line though. I don't think it's better than Simpson Tide, which is two twenty three. Wow, Simpson Tide is higher than uh, Dancing Homer, huh? Yeah, because Simpsons ties is better than Dancing Homer. Dancing Homer, go watch it again, Matt. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I need okay. to, because I have fond members of and Homer, but making not good. grumbling noises over there, like mm-hmm. Sideshow Bob all of a sudden.
2: I was just doing my best, Marge, but okay. it's not very good. <laughs> I, I, just, I just heard like
0: noise. That's very much a. That's more of a. Okay, uh, fair enough uh i i'm just i'm sticking by my dancing homer feelings i remember liking dancing homer when i was younger Rewatching dancing homer not good uh boring not funny not particularly heart-touching either like i don't really I don't, whatever this is not a dancing homer episode i think it's better than dancing homer Ho- matt where do you think this goes i need you come on give me some feelings
1: <laughs> all right apparently okay okay if we're going to say it's better than dance and Homer, I would probably put you, it.
0: You're allowed uh, to, you're allowed to fight back against that. If you think no, it's like,
1: no, I did. <sighs> Apparently I have two nostalgic memories of dance and Homer, I, uh, but I would put it as uh worse than faith off better than Guess who's coming to criticize dinner.
0: Okay. That's fine with me. I just need, you need to, if you have strong feelings about something, you gotta, you gotta yell at me. You gotta, come on. You gotta treat me like I'm a dog. I, I'm you, not going to yell at you about this episode. <laughs> I feel like you had stronger opinions on our our new episode this week than you did this one. Uh, true. Which is good, guys, by the way. Anyone anyone listening, the new episode Uh from Matt watched it when he was sleepy, so he has bad feelings about it, but it's a good episode. That's exactly why. I think it is, honestly. I think you're just in a bad mood when you watched it, because I think you, on retrospect, or maybe you'll still hate it, and it's fine. I think it's a good episode. I think it's worth watching. Um... Great Loss Detective, The episode we're actually talking about this week. God, it was so, dark, so off topic today. Uh, is new number 225 on the list? How about that, Andrew? How does that sound? 225 out of 278. 279 at this point.
2: So honestly, for all of you guys hating on it and me defending it, I would probably put it lower on the list. I, I was looking at maybe like better than Insane Clown Poppy, but not quite as good as Some Enchanted Evening. So... For all of our, our gnashing of teeth and rending of garments, you like this episode better than I do, Robbie. Wow.
0: I mean, I can, I can recognize the good parts of an episode. I can also see and understand the bad parts. And that's the... It's the... It's called being a critic, right? I guess. <laughs> it's at least what a critic should do. I That's in fair. In my that, estimation. That is what they should do. They should recognize the good and the bad. Um, I just... I have very strong feelings about Frank Grimes and I might be a psychopath because of that but I have very strong feelings about Frank Grimes I had to have my piece said about Frank Grimes Jr. And it's not a bad idea to have Frank Grimes Jr. come back necessarily if you're going to have a kid just have him be a kid not a 30 year old man (laughs) or whatever how old is Frank Grimes? He's he's a clone
2: he's got accelerated aging
0: how old do you think Frank Grimes is in Homer's Enemy? mid 30s mid to late 30s
2: yeah
0: okay that's the same for me I'm just curious that's now a new number 225 on our list our first place enemy our first place li- I am woof our first episode number one episode is Homer's enemy last place Simpson Safari uh our next episode get try get out of this with my head still on my shoulders is Special Edna oh interesting <laughs> <laughs> andrew, i have no Ratter. memory. i have no memory of this episode literally nothing little richard's in that's, it apparently that's
2: good they go he to sure our, is.
0: they go to disney world yep epcot actually okay they go to epcot uh we'll see what i remember we'll see how I feel about it i don't like the sound that andrew made when i mentioned the name of the episode so my feeling i'm a little, a little hesitant. not it uh we'll see how it goes i'll be next week you can uh follow along with us watch along with us find this list at our website it's the simpsonshow.com links to everything there to this list to our facebook to our twitter to our rss feed a link to our patreon if you want to help support the show and get some bonus stuff along the way go there check it out appreciate everyone who does support us you can find me online on twitter at Robbie dorman and my 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 Website is robbiedorman.com where you can find links to all the stuff I do, all my podcasts, and links to purchase my book, my newest novel, underneath uh, a story of paranoia and body horror in Antarctica. If you're a fan of the thing, the terror, you'll like this. You should buy it. Andrew, where can they find you, your stuff online?
2: Thank you guys for having me on once again to defend the things you hate. I hope that I don't contribute to any actual Frank Grimes-like breakdowns on that front. But that said, you can find me at my website, as always, theandrewblog.net. That's three words, theandrewblog.net. You can also find me as part of Consequence of Sound's bustling film and TV section, where we just released a list of the top films and TV shows we are anticipating for 2020. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at the Andrew blog and you can also find me reading Robbie's book underneath, which is hands down his best book yet. So I would encourage you all to go check it out. If you like a good dose of well-written claustrophobic horror, just like the kind that Robbie experiences when he's forced to watch this episode. So thank you guys again for, for having me on to go through this experience together.
0: And Matt Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him.
1: Uh, That's true. Uh, like Robbie, I am far past tired, and in fact, I moved to the dream dimension. So, unless you're Freddy Krueger or someone of the Dream Warriors from, uh, I believe it's Nightmare on Elm Street three, uh, don't bother. If you are, uh, send help, send sleep into the sleep dimension because that's what I need.
0: It is. It is Nightmare three. It's not okay. Good. It's not, it's not very. It's not very good. It's a terrible movie, but hey, that's
1: where I'm living. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm Robbie, and I'm Matt. I keep watching The Simpsons. <laughs>